I've prayed a lot about what to share, what to preach, or what to go over. Pastor, this is just what's on my heart, so I'm sorry. I'm just, this has encouraged me, so I'm hopefully I can share it with you and encourage y'all. I don't know if you can read my book. Henry's made me read this. This is my children, this is my child's book. I can quote this from front to back. I know every page in it. Henry knows every word. He can't read it lick, but he knows every word and every page. It's called the bad seed. It's just something that happened to this little seed. He's in the, everybody's called him a bad seed, and he doesn't want to be a bad seed anymore. He doesn't want to be known for that. So, so I looked at that, and it rolled over in my spirit. I worked, and I came home, and I thought about it. And it's like, well, you know, what, what can the Lord teach me out of that? And uh, God deals with me in this, the simplest, silliest stuff. So one, one day I was an arrow, now I'm, and now I'm a seed. So Matthew, if you'll just bear with me, I'm, I'm, we're just going to go slow. I'm gonna be, it's still not going to take me long. I'm not long-winded by any means. Uh, Matthew chapter 13, verse 37, He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world, the good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. Turn to your neighbor, somebody, and tell them, I'm a good seed. I'm a good seed. Uh, just a couple scriptures of re- Reformation that were just a good seed. Deuteronomy 30 and chapter 6 says, The Lord thy God will circumcise thine heart and thy heart of thy seed to love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul that thou mayest live. Psalms chapter 37 verse 25 says, I have been young and now I'm old. I can experience, I can say that one for myself. And yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Psalms chapter 89 verse 36 says, Seed shall endure forever. So his, seed ain't going, his seed ain't going nowhere. Some people may say the church is dying, the church is going, God's seed ain't, ain't going nowhere. His seed shall endure forever, and his throne as the sun before me. Psalms 126, verse 6, he that goeth forth, weep, pastor, pastors, preach this one over a thousand times, weeping, bearing precious seeds. Say, I'm, I'm a, not only a good seed, I'm precious. Shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. So Isaiah chapter 44 and verse 3, So where I will pour water up them that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground, and I will pour my spirit, say pour out my spirit on thy seed, and my blessings upon thine offspring. Isaiah chapter 65 and verse 23, They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth trouble, for they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord, and the offspring with him. And we're just going to talk a little bit about the parable of the seed. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 8. 18. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receiveth seed by the wayside. But he that receiveth the seed into stony places, the same as he that heareth the word and with, and with joy receiveth it. And yet... He hath no root in himself, but endureth for a while. But the tribulation and persecution ariseth because of the word, and by and by he is offended. 
And he also received seed among the thorns, that he that heareth the word and care of this world and deceitfulness of riches choke off the word, and he becometh unfruitful. I'm just going to talk about the last verse is really what I want to get through. But he that receiveth seed into good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, also beareth fruit and bringeth forth some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty. I believe... I don't want to get caught up in the 100 or the 60 and the 30. I just want to bring forth some fruit. Why? Because I'm a good seed. Say, I'm a, I'm a good seed. I just want to bring forth some fruit. I think we get caught up. You know, I just like something to present at the very end. So, I, and I looked at the, the steps of germination for a seed. There's three major steps. So I looked at Penn State and, and all my stuff that's taught us to do research. So we looked at these three, these three steps, and I, I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing this word. Imbitition in, in, is when the seed rapidly takes up water and the seed, the seed coat swells and softens. Think of a pea seed that when you have soaked the outer seed coat, the coat becomes soft and wrinkly with water. So I, was, I, got, I got to thinking about all the people that... When a seed, seeds are taken from their plant or, and then they're placed, they're, they were possibly all together and then now they're placed one at a time in a little hole. Because I got, I know God like, God does stuff with care. I know he just doesn't cast or throw us off. I know he plants me in a specific place, in a specific time, in a specific season, in a specific spot. You're not here by accident. Because you're a good seed. You're not here by happenstance. You're not in this church. You're not around this pasture by accident. You're not here because of, of, of serendipity or anything. God has placed me specifically. So I know that even being a seed and being placed in a hole, being surrounded by people, this has been a, it been a challenging year. It's been a wonderful year, but been a challenging year. You can be placed in a hole in a dark place and feel alone. You can be placed in a damp place and feel alone. Sitting right next to your neighbor, they don't know how I feel. They don't know what's going on in my life. I'm a good seed, and I know God's planted me here, and I feel alone. And you know... And then God does this miraculous thing. You know, in Joel, he said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. My sons and their daughters will prophesy. My old man will dream dreams. My young man will see visions. And if I misquoted it, I'm sorry. It's, it's something like that. So what he does is he plants me. I feel alone. And then he pours out his spirit on me. And I swell. All I do is I soak it up. I soak him up. I, I feel his presence. I feel his glory. And I soak it up. And you know what happens after that? And, I, and, I, and this, is, this, is, this is difficult for me to get through. I soak it up and nothing happens. I go through a period of dormancy. Nothing blooms. Nothing sprouts. As a matter of fact, I look at it and there's nothing going on on the surface. Nothing happening. Joseph goes and, and, and he's poured out his spirit and he's interpreting dreams and he's doing all these things. Nothing's happening in my life. 
I don't feel any growth. I don't feel any depth. And I feel very, very alone. I don't have any fruit to show. I have no roots, nothing. God has swelled me, and I feel like I poured out, and I have nothing in myself. Oh, and, I, and I looked at Joseph was one, and I looked at other, other examples. You know, Joseph, Daniel was in the lion's den. I poured out, I prayed, I prayed. He's poured into me, and he's put me in a hole in a den of lions, and I feel no growth. I feel no satisfaction what he's done. I don't know why he's put me in such a place. I don't understand. I feel so dormant. Ah, you ever felt dormant? You ever felt like, you know, he's poured out into me and what, what am I to do with all this glory? What am I to do? I don't feel like I'm growing. I don't feel like I'm moving. I don't feel like nothing's changing for me. You ever felt that way? And then the next step is a radical root emergence. Something starts breaking out of that dead shell. That thing that they, they, they looked at you and they said, you're dormant, you're never moved, but there's about to be an emergence. Oh. Turn to your neighbor said, I'm a good seed and there's about to be an emergence in my life. Oh. You know the crazy thing about an emergence? Joseph was in, he was in that prison. He felt that emergence, that break. You know what? I, th that, that servant's going to go tell the king and I'm going to get out of here and everything's going to break for me. No, no, nothing happened for a period of time. You know what's happening? The first emergence you're going to have is growth in me. You know what that means? That root from that seed is going to grow down. You're going to get... Uh, you're going to get roots before I ever see a manifestation. Uh, you know what's happening? Faith. Faith is growing inside of me. Hope. Hope is growing inside of me. I'm not going to see it in your life, but you're going to feel it before it's manifested. You're going to feel it before it's manifested. You know what? Peter, in, Peter stuck in that prison. He heard that voice way before those shackles were ever cut off. You know, David, or Daniel in the lion's den, he heard that angel way before he shut, them, shut that lion's mouth. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel that emergence, that root growing down. You know why? Because God is growing faith inside of you in the middle of your dormancy. In the middle of your situation, God is growing inside of you. And I'm just about at the brink to see the emergence of, of life. So what, what am I saying? You, you might be in a period of dormancy. You might be in that prison with Joseph. You might be in that don't give up because you're growing roots and I'm just about to see the emergence of life. It's emergence. Somebody, somebody turn to your neighbor and say, emergence of life. So in your period of dormancy, when I don't see nothing happening, I don't see nothing moving. You're growing roots, and I need those roots to hold this great plant up, to hold my fruit up that's going to bless other people. God knows what he's doing. God knows what he's doing. I can't explain, I can't explain how. Life can come out of Joseph losing all of his family and being transported to Egypt and, and all that. But God knows what he's doing. All those roots 
all those roots so he could build up a great and mighty plant that could feed other people. I don't understand. I don't understand why you have to go through the things you do. I don't like bad situations. But God's growing roots in me so I can be a mighty plant. God's growing roots. I don't, I don't even like the situation God uses. I don't like the dark places. I don't like the damp holes. But God knows what he's doing. Look to, look to your neighbor at your side and say, God knows what he's doing. I'm not going to give up. In my, I, may not, I may not be shouting high. I may not be throwing my hands up. I may not be speaking in tongues right this moment. But I'm not going to give up in my period of dormancy. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to grow roots down. And you're going to see me emerge. And I'm going to be a plant that can feed others in this period of time. We talked about Daniel. We talked about Peter. And, 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 and we'll, we'll talk about Peter, Acts 12 and verse 4. It says, and when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison to deliver him to four quarantines of soldiers to keep him, intended after the Easter to bring him forth to the people. And Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church and God for him. And when, and when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between the soldiers, bound with two chains, the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and light shined him on the prison, and smote Peter on the side, and raised him up, and said, Rise quickly. Sometimes God's going to, you got such roots, I'm not even going to see it manifested yet. The roots are going to grow. And he said, Rise, get up. And that's what I'm telling you now. Arise, get up. And then when you stand in faith because of those roots, when you stand in faith, those chains are going to fall off. That's when we're going to see the life. God's working in my terrible situation. And I'm growing roots. I'm growing roots. I I may not see it in your life. But God's going to tell you to do some radical things like stand. God, I'm shackled. You don't know what's got me bound. You don't know what's got me hurt. You don't know what's got me in this situation. But he's going to smack me. God's done that to me just in the forehead. Just boom. Smack me. It's like a rise. But you don't, you don't got in like he don't know. And like he don't know really. And then I rise. And all of a sudden it, through my faith. Those chains have fallen off. Man. Somehow you stepped out of that period of dormancy. Into that period of life. Mm. I may feel alone, but you're not alone. You're never alone. You're never alone. God's put you in this place for a reason. And you might feel you're in that period of dormancy. Right now, I'm just growing roots so I can live again and show off His glory. This is just a stage. This is just a period. We're going to show off His glory.